The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. This is a Nelson News Update. Cop Gone Wild, Megan Hall gives an eye-watering account of her sordid romps with fellow officers. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Yes, Megan's 64-page confession covers everything from games of strip uno to foot fetish photos and wife-swapping sessions with Randy Police Pals. And it hints for the first time that the internal inquiry that led to Hall and four others being fired from the police department of Laverne, Tennessee, 20 miles southeast of Nashville, was prompted by her multiple lovers becoming jealous of one another. Well, you gotta expect that, you know. Anyway, Hall 26 was interviewed three times after a whistleblower came forward in December to report she was having intimate relationships with male colleagues at boozy parties, hotels, and even on police property. She denied most of the accusations in her initial grilling, but over the course of two more, the married siren eventually came clean on her steamy liaisons. Yes, the siren sang like a canary. In her first interview, she admitted only to having sex with canine... What? Oh, the canine officer, <laughs> Larry Holliday, who was suspended without pay, but kept his job because he was honest with investigators. Well, how about that? We had intercourse. There were a few times, but it was a long time ago, she nervously told Andrew Patton, the police department's head of human resources. She dismissed rumors of a fling with Sergeant Lewis Powell. But Patton told her, I have confirmation that you talked about the act. You talked about his size and what it looked like. When asked if she had ever had a three-way with patrol officer Patrick Magaloco, and his wife, Amy. Hall replied, Oh, I'm sorry. A what? And began to cry. Oh. It's okay. There's some Kleenex right behind that candy bowl there, Patton said. Because we're going to need a lot of Kleenex, you know. During a second and third interview, Hall, already on a final warning for crashing her patrol car three times, <laughs> admitted she had a month-long affair with Powell and even performed a sex act while on duty. I gave him a blowjob in the substation, she admitted. Me and my husband were kind of on the verge of a divorce, and I just cracked and then just kind of got out of hand. Yes, out of hand and into your mouth. Married Powell denied the tryst, but came clean when it was discovered that he and heavily tattooed Hall met up in December to compare notes <laughs> in an effort to thwart the investigation. Hall told Patton that Powell had threatened to kill himself when she tried to break things off, texting her to say, You betrayed me. I thought you cared about me. No one's here but me. You really hurt me. 
Hall further confessed to getting drunk <laughs> yeah, at a Girls Gone Wild hot tub party. Well, <laughs> when you call the party Girls Gone Wild, what do you expect? Anyway, uh, she sang karaoke and fell down a flight of stairs or before having sex, because, you know, that's what you do when you fall down the stairs. Uh, she had sex with Maglioco in a bathroom of a colleague's book. My bathing suit was a little loose, and it fell off. Whoa, well, what are you going to do, you know? The suit fell off. Meanwhile, Hall's husband, Jedediah, of course, a sheriff's deputy and the son of a pastor, <laughs> was sticking with his wife and trying to work through their problems. Hall told Patton of a cringe-worthy encounter where she, along with Maglioco and his wife Amy, tried to coax Jedediah into a wife-swapping session. That fell flat. When Mags was like right by us, and then on the couch, Mags was like, if y'all start making out, maybe Jed will get into the idea. And when we started making out, Jed was like, no. Yeah, me and my husband have had a threesome before, so I, I don't know if it was going to, like, I didn't think he would have an issue with it. Hall revealed she made another attempt to rope Jedediah into a foursome with Sergeant Ty McGowan and his wife, but it quickly petered out. Jed came home, we started drinking, and Ty wanted to try to get Jed to have a thing with all of us. Jeez. What's with these dudes who want this guy, you know? Yeah. We played Strip Uno. Then Ty's wife went out onto the patio with Jed. Me and Ty kissed for a little bit. And then that was it. Paul oh. admitted to sleeping with McGowan on two occasions. The first after she had just taken her psych exam prior to even having been sworn in for her $53,000 per year police job. She was unaware at the time of the interview that McGowan was the source of the original whistleblower tip received by a Laverne Mayor, Jason Cole's office. While he had dished freely on his colleague's sexapades, McGowan did not disclose his own robs with Hall and later denied them. He was fired for being dishonest with the inquiry. Do we have a jealous boyfriend kind of complex happening somewhere in the city and this is how it came to me? Like... Has any of these men found out? Well, I found out she's with all these other people, so now I'm pissed, Patton asked her. I mean, yeah, I have no idea, Hall replied, struggling to answer. She later reflected, I got stupid. I got desperate, I guess, and guys are guys, and they'll stick their dicks into anything. <laughs> So Maglio, uh, Maglioco <laughs> escaped with a suspension because, you know, all he did was screw around. But he didn't lie about it, so, you know. Uh, but uh, as, as did patrol officer Gavin Schoberl, <laughs> Schoberl <laughs> uh, who swapped naked pics with Hall. Oh, well. But again, I guess he didn't lie about it. So, uh, but her final two conquests, patrol officer Juan Lugo Perez and Sergeant Seneca Shields both got the boot. 
She admitted having sex with Lugo Perez at a hotel after the pair met up at the Go USA Fun Park <laughs> in Mewfreesboro, which she called Go Go Fun Go Fun USA. Mm. It was typical of the sort of boozy outings her hard partying police click enjoyed at sports bars, Sunday night football parties, and top golf, according to the transcript. Her hookup with Shields, however, took place in the weight room at a police gym. I'm sorry, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse there, but wasn't there a sexual act that took place in the gym, according to you? You you gave him a hand job, Pat Naster. Yeah, it wasn't a blow job, replied Hall. Patton went on to ask, Do you have a foot fetish? Do you send pictures of your feet to people? Ty has a foot fetish, and so he would ask you for pictures of your feet? Did you send pictures of your feet to Seneca? Hall responded, I know I did to Ty. Yeah. And then Patton asked if he could get some pictures of her feet. Anyway, uh, the raft of firings and disciplinary measures triggered by Hall's antics meant that Laverne, population 39,000, lost around 12% of its police manpower overnight. Petite Hall grew up in rural Tennessee dreaming of becoming an actress, but eventually <laughs> found her calling in law enforcement a career that barely lasted two years. Despite his wife's infidelities, Jedediah is still living with Megan at their home in Manchester. 60 miles south of Nashville. Their first marital property, which they bought a year ago. The couple have been sweethearts since their college days and got married in November 2018. I don't know how he's doing it. He's more of a man than I am, but he's trying to salvage his marriage, Jedediah's boss, Coffee County Sheriff Chad Parton, said. Well, I know what you're thinking. What a cuck, but... Remember, they offered him an opportunity to actually be a cuck, you know, uh, maybe a little more. But I guess the other guy's wife just wasn't all that. This has been a Nelson News Update. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Hey, you want some more Nelson stuff? Well, who doesn't? Well, sometimes I don't. Well, no one cares what you think, Lefty. That's not true. Anyway, if you want some more Nelson stuff, you head over to the Nelson Ratings. That's ratings. Ratings. I know how to say it. You head over to the NelsonRatings.locals.com. There's all kind of extra goodies and Nelson stuff there. That's right, Red. There's all kind of artwork and uh, all kind of uh, uh, audio stories that he, he posts there and stuff. And then links to his YouTube videos for, and uh, those other nasty video platforms like Brightway Places like Rumble, which you should never watch. You can just get it on YouTube, so don't even bother with that. You can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah, they need direction. No, they don't. They're no inside for themselves. Shut up, Red, damn it. But there's also, uh, you know, like his artwork and stuff. And then there's this poor man mystery science theater treatment of old public domain movies of the sci-fi and horror genre. You can check that out. Yeah. 
But you gotta be a super supporter then and subscribe. And you do that and you help out old Mr. Nelson to bring you more stuff of his Nelson, you know, stuff. Well, yeah, that's okay. That's good enough, I guess. You're damn right. So head over to NelsonRatings.locals.com. Well, you almost lost it there. Shut up, Lefty. So anyway, there you go, folks. Head over to NelsonRatings.locals.com and get yourself some more Nelson goodies. In our last episode, Bugman went to Smag Tech Community College where, in a small laboratory, he found one Professor Strokerod. And after fessing up to the brain control devices used to turn prostitutes into assassins, Shakerod was about to reveal the true mastermind behind the entire plot when, suddenly, his guts exploded out of his ass. So now, after the police have arrived to investigate the scene, we find... Bugman in conversation with Captain Harry Thighs. So, the stroke ride guy was the one behind all this brainwashing of prostitutes. That's right, Captain Thighs. That is indeed him. Along with the rest of them. All over the floor. Yeah. About that, um... Well, I guess I uh, shouldn't be... Too surprised when, uh, you know, you superheroes uh, enter the picture. Typical crime scene would get stranger and stranger, but, well, I wouldn't have expected them to be this messy, you know, and and especially here lately. It seems like uh, a continuing theme of, uh, of crime scenes being, well, shitty. It's funny you should mention that. Captain Thighs, no, as really. I was suddenly finding myself a bit almost overwhelmed by a sensation of deja vu. <laughs> because despite all clear physical evidence leading to Professor Stroke Rod, in his dying words, he claimed there was yet another culprit, mastermind, if you will, behind this recent string of murders what before he could give the name his ass exploded let's see but I gotta admit the only thing this scene gives me a sensation of any deja vu would be the scenes left behind by the people who succumbed to that weird outbreak of gut right itis but but there can't be a connection I mean after all he he's dead who's dead well, the, the evil mastermind behind gut rhinitis, one Dr. Humphrey Chode. Oh? Yeah, d- oh. <laughs> I guess I... I forgot to tell you about that, Captain Thighs. Uh, yeah, that outbreak wasn't uh, natural. It was concocted by this evil bastard who was extorting money from the people he infected with this, uh... his own virus that he made, but uh, I thought he was dead because you know, I blew his house up and everything. You did what? No, oh, he was totally evil so it's perfectly fine, but well, the only corpse I found afterwards was his henchman, so I 
I look okay. I was a little tired and I had to move on to other things. I probably should have done a better search. I just assumed he evaporated in the explosion, but I guess not. Wait a minute. Yeah, now that you mention it, I do recall the fire department reporting on a, a chode house being totally destroyed. They really didn't know why. And uh, there was a corpse, it was assumed, and that was uh, Dr. Chode. Well, no, despite being horribly charred, I could recognize some articles of clothing as his henchman. Yeah, well, you probably should have mentioned that sooner. The um, property does bear further investigation. Well, there's not much left of the property. It's just a charred ruin. But, well, I'll get some guys over there. But in the meantime, I've got to deal with sanitation to come clean up this, well, this shithole. I understand, Thighs. Come to think of it, I don't know why we were discussing the case here in the midst of all this filth. We could have done this outdoors. But in the meantime, while you're bogged down in, well, this and waiting for sanitation... I am under no obligations. I can get to the Chode property within mere minutes, thanks to the Bugmobile. And soon, Bugman does exactly that. He hops in his amazing Bugmobile and takes to the skies and soon arrives at the property, or what's left of it anyway, of Dr. Humphrey Chode. Hmm. Thighs wasn't kidding. There's hardly anything left. Nothing but charred rubble. Oh, well, I guess there's really no point coming here at all. I guess I'll have to do some other investigation on where Chode might have gotten to, if he survived at all. I don't know. Ow! What the hell? A rock hit me. Where the hell? Where did it come from? Oh, another one! It's coming from this direction. Somewhere in the center of all this rubble. Hmm. What's this? It looks like someone's left a message. On this piece of wood, it says, Look here, stupid. Signed, H.C. H.C.? What? What? Suddenly, the ground gives way underneath Bugman's feet as he plummets into darkness and unconsciousness. because you're not wearing your goggles as I've removed your mask, bug man. Or should I say, bub finger? Oh, oh, shit. Well, there's no sense in cowering in the shadows since we're going to know each other. I've already deduced that you can only be Dr. Humphrey Cho. Oh, you want to take a look at your handiwork, bug man? Unlike you, I can't remove my mask. It's a bit more permanent now since you burned my face off! Oh, gross! Oh, jeez! Oh, man, I shouldn't have had fried chicken earlier today. I think I'm, I'm gonna get sick. Get back in the shadows! God damn it, you bastard! What? Oh, man! You're going to pay severely for what you've done to me. If you're looking for sympathy, Joe, forget it! After all, at least I didn't murder innocent people with explosive dysentery. They murdered innocent. 
Oh, you elite snobs had no time for the likes of Dr. Humphrey Toad. I had to claw my way to the top, and I was always kicked down by the rest of you at the Peccadillo Club. Oh, I plotted my revenge on you, and besides, those idiots, all they had to do was pay me, and they wouldn't have exploded, but, well, some of them ran out of money. I guess I didn't really plan on that, but anyway... Once you interfered in my plans, it occurred to me only someone with the type of money that my chosen victims could be capable of being Bugman. But it was a matter of finding out which one. I knew through mind-controlled hookers I could lure you in. And all I had to do was to use my gut-rightest virus to extort that idiot over at Trollops. And, of course, my former colleague with his brain control technology, Professor Strokerod. And eventually, one of you would fall into the trap. As predicted, that was you, Bob. And now, while you took your little nap after falling into my basement under the remains of my home, I placed the mind control earbuds in your ears. What? Once activated, I'll have complete control of your mind, and I'll force you to transfer all your wealth into my accounts. What? After which, I'm going to force you to drink from this vial filled with gut rhinitis. What? As I laugh as your ass explodes your guts all over the floor. What? <laughs> so long, Bugman. No. Oh, got to get free! Oh, can't do it! Wait, only one weapon left, of course! My cicada call. Hey, that, that disturbing noise! Hey, stop it! Stop it, I say! Why aren't you obeying my commands? I don't understand! Oh no! His bug like noise is interfering with the brain control signals! Damn it! Alright, to hell with you and your money! I'm going to kill you now with this gut right itis. Oh, God, the noise. Oh, no. It's broken the vial. It's all over me. Oh, no. Get the antidote. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Looks like my cicada goal is too powerful. The laboratory's catching on fire. Hey, Dr. Chode, maybe I can help you find the antidote. <laughs> You know, let me loose from the chair here. <laughs> you, bug man, I'm gonna lead you to the fate you left to me. What? Bird! Here, I do have one remote control that still works. The remote control for the chair. I'll turn it around and dump you right into the fire right what? by you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found the end. Oh, boy. So long, bug man. Wait a minute. I don't understand. Why aren't you burning? Uh, I don't know. That's a... Oh. <laughs> In all the hysterics, I forgot. My costume is flame retardant. That's flame retardant, you idiot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I'm trapped. But so are you. We'll burn to death together, Bugman. That's where you're wrong, Chode. Because even though I might risk some amount of burning, it won't be anywhere near what you're going to get. Because in order to escape this chair, I can simply remove my hands from my gloves and my feet from my boots. And then make use of my bug-like ability to climb walls to climb right out of this basement. So, 
So long, Joe. But, uh, And so Bugman makes good his escape, leaving Dutch Joe to his fiery fate. And, while treating the burns on his feet, Captain Thighs and the police arrive. Well, I guess this Dutch Joe is now extra crispy. Perhaps, Captain Thighs. But if by some stroke of twisted fate he survived even this, I must warn you, he accidentally infected himself with his gut-right-itis virus. So you mean, yes, we may yet encounter a future shitty crime scene. Oh no, is this true? Well, perhaps we'll find out in a future adventure of Bugman! Bugman was written, produced, and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music came courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Well, time now to talk about Space 1999. And uh, this is an episode I saw a couple of months ago by now, I think, and just never got around to talking about it. Um, it wasn't a good one. Uh, basically, uh, they decide, hey, maybe we need to explore the moon while we've been living on it now for quite a while. I mean, the show's called Space 1999, but by now, it's probably Space 2001. Oh, wait, someone already did that. So anyway, they're digging around and they find uh, these guys frozen in the ice. It's uh, some alien chamber. And they're like, hey, what the hell? And uh, apparently they've been there a while. <laughs> just no one ever found them. And uh, they come from this species who were just the best, you know, angels, really. And uh, they were trying to spread their philosophy of peace and nonviolence and stuff to the world. But when they came in contact with humans, oh, man, everything went to crap. And uh, the it, it was the father and son they found, and they were sort of dressed up, I don't know, like Tarzan with eye makeup, something. Anyway, um, and uh, uh, Carter became a little too interested in the the boy. But anyway, um, the, the, the guy says, "Hey, the other crew members went crazy and locked us up in the moon." Of course, this was all BS. It was the exact opposite. Uh, he went crazy and murdered some of his on people and uh it turns out there's some sort of virus that inflicts the males of the of their species and so just for to be safe they locked him up with his son as well and uh there they stayed until they were released uh, unwittingly by uh you know the alpha guys and um so uh he's trying the the father's trying to keep it all secret uh, meanwhile the son is playing rugby with Carter and all that crap and riding piggyback on him. And yeah. Uh, and so, uh, what's his face, uh, wants to steal one of the Eagles to get away because, uh, once they were released from the chamber, their people would find them because the, I, they're still around and the, the, the alarm system still works. <laughs> <laughs> and so sure enough, uh-oh, the ship's on the way. And uh, there's a struggle. The 
takes Helena hostage because that's Helena's job on Space 1999 <laughs> to get captured. And uh, he, he, and it's all revealed, and he has this glowing symbol on his head, which is a sign of the killing sickness. And uh, But it's genetic, so his, his son's going to get it too. And uh, the son ends up trying to kill himself. And lo and behold, uh, Russell finds out there's a cure uh, for it. But uh, as as luck would have it, or bad luck, have, it's that uh, their species can't re- reproduce blood. I guess, and, and so if they bleed, that's it. It's not gonna. They're not gonna be able to develop new blood, which sounds like that would be impossible. <laughs> but in order for to make the cure you got to have blood samples uh from the infected uh, and uh, and uh, helen is able to do this but of course the kid's dying uh from the lack of blood so his father uh sacrifices himself with a blood transfusion and oh they're able to treat the kid but oh no daddy died and it's stupid because the, the daddy i have the killing sickness all i know is to kill <laughs> And then uh, Dr. Russell says, well, you're being a coward. You won't even save your own son. And he's like, yeah, all right. (laughs) And then all their people arrive and. Oh, and and the way to get to the the cure they had, they found an old recording of the kid's mother that she left behind explaining what really happened. And uh, so when the ship and the representative of their people shows up, Hey, it's the same woman, but it's not. She's just a really distant uh, descendant and cousin, but she looks exactly like it because, you know, that was the only hired help they had. So uh, she comes in and says, well, I'll take care of the kid. And, of course, she looks just like mommy, so that ought to work out. It it just wasn't that good of a show. It was pretty bad. Um, but apparently Martin Landau took the day off. He was... Uh, Commander Koenig was on a some other mission, and he shows up. Hey, what's going on? And <laughs> yeah, we had a bit of a mess, but that's uh, all right. So another stellar example of why a lot of people opine that the second season just never really tried. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Severed penis discovered in gas station parking lot. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Yes, a man's penis, and yes, it's a man's penis, was discovered at a gas station in Alabama. Police received a call about a human penis that had been discovered at a midtown Mobile gas station in Mobile, Alabama. Perhaps... Even more surprising than the initial report is that the Mobile Police Department stated that the incident is not being investigated as an assault 
or murder. However, the police also offered a reasonable explanation for why they did not suspect foul play in the case. Because earlier that morning, 29-year-old Christopher Means had been riding his motorcycle southbound on I-65 when he attempted to merge onto I-10. Unfortunately, while on the I-10 ramp, Means lost control of his motorcycle and was thrown into traffic. Multiple vehicles allegedly struck the victim, who was pronounced dead at the scene. But only one driver remained in the area to discuss the circumstances surrounding the fatality with police. Investigators are still searching for the other drivers who were involved. The penis discovered at the gas station is believed to belong to Mr. Means. Though how it may have gotten there remains unclear as the gas station appears to be located a considerable distance from the I-65, I-10 interchange. When reached for further clarification about the incident, including whether the accident may have caused the man's organ to become attached to a nearby vehicle, which was then deposited at the gas station, a Mobile Police Department spokesperson declined to offer more details out of respect for the family and the sensitive nature of the young man's death. So as of now, we have no further details on the means by which means penis ended up at a gas station. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin.